Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. People are insane at Costco. Well, I'll give you that it's Thunderdome on a Saturday at Costco, especially if you go anytime after opening. Dave and Mahoney. Which is most people. Well, no, I mean anytime like. Anytime after opening. <laughs> well, after opening. If you go after like 10 a.m. If or you go noon. between opening and closing, it's crazy. It is. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Some bad news. Uh, pickleball has taken the nation by storm, and now they are warning you got to look out for pickleball because I guess they did uh, an injury assessment on pickleball injuries, and I mean, we, we talked about, you know, stupid things to get injured by. Like, as a dude who's in their 40s, you're like, you don't want to be that guy that blows out your ACL while playing basketball or at the tennis. YMCA. Tennis. tennis. We actually had a friend that quit tennis because he kept getting injured and there's nothing cool We were telling him, injuries. you got to quit that. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Stop running around. You, you know, those quick stops? Yeah. Those quick pivots? Of nah, course man. you're going to blow out a knee. Come yep. on, man. He didn't even get tennis elbow? Not tennis elbow, man. The knees would go. Yep. Yeah, you got to be careful out there. Well, I mean, there's a whole... There is a literal diagnosis called tennis elbow, and if that's not the first thing that you get, then you should not be playing tennis. They should start calling tennis knee whenever you blow out an ACL or whatever it may be. Pickleball is America's fastest-growing sport, and it's taking a toll on players' wrists, legs, and shoulders. Basically, all the things that you're trying to protect, Mahoney. Now, that's why I'm not playing pickleball, Dave. Uh, pickleball injuries. You couldn't, you couldn't handle a pickle wrist. You know what I mean? Like no. that, that type of injury I gotta would wear, just I, be. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm living. Hey, man, I'm 41. I'm living a good life right now. You know, I don't need to, you know, lower my quality of life with yep. a pickleball injury. $377 million is what they're saying. The health care costs are going to be per year for Americans due to pickleball injuries. Well, if you it's look at gross, if you look at all the, you know, obviously I'm in, you know, the market right now for a new house. And, you know, when you're looking at a lot of these new communities that they're building houses in mm-hmm. the big selling point for almost, I mean, I've probably been to a hundred over the last probably six months. Yeah. Almost every one of them has a pickleball court. Like they've 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 forsaken basketball courts in in for pickleball courts. Well, that's because nobody is like starting to play basketball if you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, or 60s. But pickleball, you're like, so it's just kind of like gigantic ping pong. Like I could probably do that. Yeah, but that's also delusional because people think that that's an it's not a necessarily super easy sport. There's this reasons why there's going to be so many injuries. You're moving. It's not a stationary game. They're saying that because of pickleball, they are estimating 67,000 ER room visits, 366,000 outpatient visits, and 9,000 surgeries related to pickleball injuries this year. I mean, if you are not able to, like, walk without it hurting, I wouldn't really go on to the pickleball court. <laughs> if you stand up and it hurts, do not start playing Dude, pickleball. I walked up Did some we start stair- with some stretches? I walked up some stairs yesterday. Oh, God bless. And I'll, I'll tell you. Not great. My knees hurt. Ooh. Afterwards. No. Afterwards? Afterwards. Just from walking up I was like, oh, man, what's going on Was here? it a single flight of stairs? I mean, it was like a curve. It was a, yeah, from a single, it was like a two-story house. Don't add the curve. <laughs> like, that matters. It was a curve set of it stairs. It was a curve set of stairs. It wasn't a straight line, man. That, yeah. that curve will take it, take yeah. it out of you. Yeah, you but you get that side-to-side right. action <laughs> like in pickleball. That's how you blow out an MCL. That's right. Poor Mahoney. Uh, some good news today as well. Consumer confidence is up, 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 which is sort of surprising. That but it is propaganda. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, U.S. consumer confidence 
has improved in June, the highest level since January of last year. Oh, because gas prices are down two bucks? I guess the consumer level prices are moderating, and that is a big part of it. Uh, recent trends and wholesale levels suggest the pressure release is coming. And so core inflation, which you know strips out of the, the volatile items like food and energy, was up 5% over the 12-month period to May. Um, and that's far above the 2% that is expected. But still, it's starting to ease up a little I mean, bit, which means that people are more confident. I'm a consumer. I ain't confident. I'm not confident. Dude, I, I don't know. I feel like whenever we hear these stories, it's just like... Yeah, it's been the the pressure is being released on what already ex- insane prices. So yeah. we're going back down to like less insane prices. Yeah, oh, it's still insane, wait. but not quite that <laughs> that insane. Right. Whenever at some, whenever gas is in six fifty, like anything below that sounds great, of course. So I'm like, guess what? I can fill my gas tank up and not have to worry about like less groceries this week. I was thrilled when I filled up my gas tank and it was in the three dollars. It was three ninety nine, but yeah, it's still right? in no. the three dollars. Like my, thing, my nipples got hard because I didn't have to run my credit card twice yeah yeah so we're the pressure is being released dave on your Yay. nipples as well <laughs> on my nipples yeah i appreciate that thank you it's the dave and mahoney show audrey can i ask you what is going on with you because we all have things in this life that we enjoy very much uh, you pointed out that mahoney is like looking for a house right now and that he is specifically trying to buy a house that is right next door to a Costco, yes. like within one mile, you want you want to be as close to the Costco as humanly possible. I wish they would let me build a condo inside of a Costco. Oh, when we were looking for It'd a house, be a Costando, a Costando. I yeah. was wondering if you were going to do it, and you did it. I was wondering if you did it, and you sure you were predictable, my boy. <laughs> Oh, it always hits. I don't know why. Um, when we were looking for a house, so like my wife was like, "Hey, how close is it to Trader Joe's?" Like, right. there's certain places that we all love. Uh, but Audrey, you have changed. You have changed because you used to love going to the grocery store, and now you don't. It depends on the grocery store, but grocery stores are kind of uh, gross me out. What do you mean? I thought you like you were the one person that I knew who like just would go and yeah. loved it. Mm-hmm. You, you're like I, I just like to go and walk around, and there was like this vibe for you. And I mean, you did have some weird encounters at grocery stores where people were pitching you on like pyramid schemes and asking you about rash cream. So it like mm-hmm. if something happened, I understand it. Mm-hmm. But what has fundamentally changed about you in grocery stores? I, again, it has. It's I enjoy some grocery stores, but other ones I don't. I don't know. I was. We've talked about it on air before, and we've had the conversation that whenever I go to the grocery, sometimes I just get really grossed out by the food. Yeah. Like, by how is this canned meat even a thing? Like, that just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Um, but I just love Instacart. I would just rather Instacart all day long. If I'm at my house, and then I've gotten to the point where I just would prefer to just to not have to go back out and go to the grocery store. So I'm just an Instacart girl now. And look, I mean, technology has obviously changed things for a lot of people. I mean, I didn't used to order delivery food really ever, unless it was like a Sunday and we were getting like pizza and wings or something like that while watching football. But now, same. Like, I'd, I may never go to a grocery store ever again. I mean, I just like the convenience factor yeah. of it. I mean, if because I live in an apartment where I'm on the fourth floor and then I also have a puppy. So like doing the whole grocery thing is just kind of a whole haul, which is funny because if I ever become a mother, hopefully I'm not living in an apartment because I'd never see the light of day. I'd never go outside. (laughs) I I would never. But uh, yeah, no, it's just become like a whole to do. And um, are you an Instacart member or you signed up for their service? I did. Okay. What do you get for that? Because they're always always hustling me every time I place an order. I'm always like, uh, no. You get basically, it's just perks. So if you buy it, because it's only a hundred bucks a month and it ends up 
being a cheaper route for you as far as delivery is concerned because you pay 10 bucks for delivery every single time uh, and then you get free delivery if you pay the 100 bucks for the year. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, not 100 bucks a month, 100 for the year. Year. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, I mean, and you're going to definitely do way more than 10. I do it once a week, maybe sometimes twice. Like if I, And one thing that I'll do, like if one of my friends are not feeling well, I'll just Instacart medicine to their house. Or if you have, like, or <gasps> What if, a great friend you are. Yeah, are you kidding me? Yeah, or if somebody, because uh, Smith's flowers aren't too bad, and they have the, or like Kroger flowers aren't too bad. Yeah. So I'll, if somebody's like under the weather or whatever, I'll just Instacart flowers to their house. Well, I've never got, have you ever gotten any flowers from I have not any, uh, no. And you I'm guys are always too in too good of moods no, and never sick. No, so. I'm, I'm, I'm sick and exhausted right now. <laughs> Just Audrey out here sending flowers. What a very nice... I've never even... That's how much of an a-hole I am. I've never even considered the idea of sending anyone anything ever. Well, I mean, to be... I mean, think about it. Bouquets of flowers are like 100 bucks if you're getting like a larger bouquet. Yeah. 30 bucks if someone's already there and they can just pop them in a vase for you. Done. Done deal. It's... it's I don't know. I feel like it's a hack. You know what? Maybe I should do that because you know how they have the really corny red, white, and blue ones yeah. that they obviously have died. I think I'm going to start sending out uh, some patriotic bouquets. Is that what it's yep. yes. this, this Fourth of July? Remember, time to remember to be American. That's right. And I'll, <laughs> can you can you please insert one firework in each bouquet? Please? Oh, sparkler! That's yeah, actually pretty cute. No, 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 no. I got an M80. Oh, geez. <laughs> then, the, then, the, then the the flowers that are dead and wilted and have now become a uh, just basically flash paper. Yeah, at huge, this point. huge fire hazard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the whole world's on fire right now. It's yeah. fine. Fun follow-up. Yeah, just, I'm trying to make America like Canada. Let's burn it to the ground. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Do any of you have a lie that you told for so long in your head, it almost seems real. <laughs> Back when I was dating my wife, I told her I had an associate's degree. <laughs> I've never stepped foot in a college, but I told her and didn't complain about it for about four years. Message deleted. Why even complain about it? I never mean, honestly, complain about that. No, no one is going to fact check. It's never going to come up ever again. No one's going to fact check an associate's degree. Your Nobody. wife, your boss, who cares? Doesn't matter. <laughs> no, just lie. Yeah. They don't check. <laughs> they don't check. Half the time, the references they call are just your friends anyway. Of course they yeah, are. It's like that. Yeah. yeah, just put your friends out there that are going to lie for you. Like That's how. That, that, that's when you know you've got good friends is like when you can call somebody and be like, hey, I'll put you down as a reference. And whatever they ask you, just say, I was awesome. Especially for any entry-level job. I have done that for my all of my friends, every single one of them. Every single one of my friends. I'm pretty sure they didn't check our references. <laughs> Did we put down references? I don't know. Uh, we had to, actually. Do you not remember? For this job? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. And our, when we had to, like, fill out the... Uh, That's right. Did they call our references? No. Because they didn't? They did not. <laughs> did you check? Yeah. Was it your wife? You yeah, my mom. mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, did you lie for me or not? <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Is there anything you guys won't talk about on the radio? Seems like you're pretty open. Message deleted. Not really. I mean, we, we talk about... I mean, generally, the rule is anything that happens to us is content. And generally, the more embarrassing, the better content yeah, is. My, my, I think our only like rule is if it's somebody else's story and it hurts their feelings, yeah. then we don't. Yeah. Because it's not our story to tell. Like, whenever it comes to significant others. Like, we are the ones who decided that we were going to be in this industry. Our significant others yeah. did not. So there is definitely a line of communication that you have to have with that person so that they don't feel like their lives are being, you know, 
hashed out on the radio and they didn't sign up for that. Yeah, we've we've talked about it a lot of times, specifically when we do this feature called The Hot Seat, where people can ask us anything they want and we have to answer it. Sort of like the ask me anything that you've seen online. Yeah. But like when people will ask, and it normally happens with Audrey about like her sex life or something like that, it's like Audrey is very open about everything, but when she's talking about something like that, it obviously involves her significant or, other. Right. And that's not fair. Right. Because or, then you're talking about their sex life too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why does I mean, anyone ask us about our sex lives, Mahoney? Nobody, 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 nobody is cares. interested in you and I, Dave. <laughs> nobody. Ever. Please leave a message after the tone. Why do fajitas never taste as good as they smell? Message deleted. So, did you see that TikTok that's been going around, Audrey? About fajitas? How am I not on fajita talk? I don't uh, know. <laughs> I want to be on fajita talk. How it's a lie? What? How fajitas are a lie? Fajitas are a lie. They look great. They smell great. They, and they sound taste it's sensory. Well, heaven. But yes. you know what? All Everything about it except for the taste is great. That's so the video that's been floating around online that has shook a lot of people. It's they didn't know this, which I'm sh- I'm shocked that they don't know. They just ne- must have never worked in the well, kitchen. Well, I might be one of the people. So when you order fajitas, they get the pan, they got all the meats, the vegetables, all mm. the stuff in there, and it's mm. sizzling as you walk out, and they make you walk the long route at Chili's when you order the yeah. fajitas, so everybody sees them. Smells but that's not the food season. sizzling. All they do is take water and hit it on the pan to make the water evaporate and steam up. It's not the food steaming. Oh, no, that's no, just no. water Mm-mm. steaming. From the pan that's mouth. incredibly hot. I like Stop that Audrey it. doesn't want to hear this. This is a lie. So this that's- is a lie. This is a lie. This is a conspiracy. This is fajita spiracy. I don't like it. This is like Ocean Gate, but make it <laughs> pizza, pizza gate, all of that stuff. This nope. is the next one. Fajita gate. It's, it's just true. water. Yep. It's, it's not just, just water. steam. Well, then how come my chicken doesn't come out all soggy? Because they hit the they just hit it with the pan. They just hit it on the pan and then Jeez. it steams off. The pan's hot. What are they just, were they sprinkling water, like no, holy have, water the whole time? You know, like a little <laughs> Bless squirt bottle. Bless them bo- up fajitas till well, it gets to my table? Like a squirt bottle. They just, psh, and, the little, and the water just, that's why they don't continue to, like, why do you think it magically stops by the time you get to, it gets to your table? She is so shook right now. I'm so upset. This well, is the whatever. adult version of, of learning some things as a kid that, you Are know, you also telling us. me that the uh, <laughs> the volcano at Hibachi is not really a volcano after all as well? You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. <laughs> Even after all these years of being an adult, is there anything more awkward than if somebody waves in your direction and then you wave back and then you realize they weren't waving at you? Mm, accepting oh, a compliment feel- that's not meant for you. Accepting a compliment. See, I don't get compliments, so what do you mean? Uh, like whatever. Well, the other day it happened uh, when our producer, Chris, said, nice shirt, and both of us turned around not knowing who it was because I was excited about my shirt, so it was. I don't know if it was for me. I don't know if it was for you, but it, both of us turned and was like, thanks. It was definitely for me, uh, obviously, because I've got a nice shirt on every single day. Uh, uh, fresh, clean tea. Uh, but... Um, this happened to your wife, Mahoney, where it was a bit more dramatic than just like a mistaken so you, shirt. You know, my compliment. wife works in education and she's a principal and they occasionally will have meetings where all of the principals go like it's just all like, the you know, the heads of all the schools across the area. Why do I imagine that it's kind of like a surgeon's convention? Like it's a serious job, but then when they all get together, it's just like a wild party. No, this no. is more serious. Nah. This is not like this isn't a convention. This okay. is like a meeting where they call everybody in. And so they're all there. You know, there's. Uh, you know, a couple hundred people who are there and, you know, they go through this meeting and they're talking about, you know, things that are going on in education right now. But as they start to finish up, my wife is leaving and she's heading back to her school 
and somebody who she does not know comes up right next to her, puts their arm around her. This is a gentleman probably in his late 60s. Uh-huh. Puts his arm around her and goes, hey, gorgeous. Oh. And as she's like walking, so she keeps walking. And so she, she doesn't know this guy at all. She doesn't know who he is. Uh-huh. So she kind of, you know, this is all, you know, her fellow co-workers. Uh-huh. And so she looks over and she goes, oh, hi. And uh, he reali- quickly realizes this is not the same person that he thought it was. And that it's his boss instead? Ooh. No, that this is a colleague of his. And, you know, you know, my wife is cool. And, yeah. you know, she yeah. she could tell that it wasn't like some guy who was like trying to hit on her yeah. or something like that. She just knew that this was going to be a real awkward experience for her. So she just kind of like went with it. Yeah. Rather than, uh, you know, like rather than, you know, if some weirdo were to come up to you and grab you yeah. or, you know, do something where you <clears throat> initially like kind of react and you tip your hand of what's going on. She just kind of went with it until he figured it out. And then the moment he figured it out, like immediately started apologizing. Oh God, that's gotta be the worst feeling in the world. I mean, outside of the, Hey, when are you expecting? I'm not pregnant oh. conversation. Cause my mom had that happen to her once oh. where somebody, she, she walked up to somebody that she thought was pregnant oh. and was so excited for them. And was like, Hey, this is great. When are you expecting? And the person goes, I'm not pregnant. And she's like, Ever since that day, I've never, ever, ever commented on somebody's pregnancy unless they're like nine months pregnant, you know. It just um, stinks because it comes from such a good place because you yeah, are so excited thinking so excited that somebody, me. you know, is pregnant. But that is so awful if you're on the receiving end of that. It's just like, no, nah, man, I just, I'm fat. Yeah, I'm fat right yeah, now. This just, is my fat season. Going through my fat season there. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, I mean, I imagine that when it's a colleague and you put the arm around them. And, and then you and say, you hey, gorgeous. Hey, gorgeous. Like, oh. Like, also, like, who what, was that meant for? Right. Like, what's the scenario where, like, you're mixing that up, but you're like, hey, gorgeous, arm around? I mean, just like, it seemed like more like, you know, it could be like friendly colleagues from years past or, you know, something like that if you had an inside joke. But no, it was, no, I wanted this to be a sordid affair that's ruining lives. I don't I don't think that's what it was. But, I mean, if my wife wanted to ruin anyways. his life, she easily could have. <laughs> <laughs> and own the district. This is David Mahoney. When you're looking for love, hey baby, you want then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. You know, Mahoney, everyone's looking for love in their own special way, and some people think the place that I'm going to find love, even though I haven't found it after all these years, is Craigslist. Dave, there is a nostalgia that exists online, and when these interesting folk, Dave, interesting indeed have these meaningful moments. They have one place to go, and that is the misconnection section of Craigslist. Yeah, these people have had some sort of encounter out in the wild, and they didn't shoot their shot in that moment, and now they are going to right that wrong. Here's the first one, and Audrey, this could be about you. It's entitled Blonde Girl at Panda Express. Mm. This is a man for a woman. Mm. You paid with exact change. You seem very well put together. Never mind, this isn't about you. Uh, the change thing didn't... I don't have money. No, no, the very, the very well put together part. Oh, okay. uh, you ordered the double Kung Pao and got the last scoop. I want that Kung Pao, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I had the loud child who was throwing a fit line. You look put together. The yin to my yang. I am a catastrophe. Also, who's you out, look great. Who's out here ordering Kung Pao chicken at Panda Express? What if do you get... Guy, it, 
The only oh. thing they get at Panda Express is the orange chicken. Orange chicken. Yeah. I want that sugar ass orange chicken. <laughs> that that's is sugary, it. man. That's just the sugariest oranges too. chicken on the planet. They, oh. they, with the amount of oranges that they possibly could use for the recipe, they use not one. Not There's one. not a real orange in no, sight. No. It's just Jolly Ranchers. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> it takes you three down. bites to get to the chicken. <laughs> you gotta just chop on that thing. Uh, this one is tattoos and pool. Also could be about you, but this is a woman for a man. Mm-hmm. Trying to find the tattoo person that I play pool with because you left and I didn't want to pester you and I lost your number. I'm in town for some days and I wanted to text you. I still think about getting banned from Uber, LOL. I hope the universe <laughs> works and I hear from you. Huh. Dude, this girl is a hot mess. Like She's visiting in town. She played pool with some guy. She got his number and then she lost it and she's, she's an banned alcoholic. from... Like, you got to... You got to be a you real man from Uber. Like all of us have been in Uber. I've thrown up in an Uber. I still got a four point nine five rating. <laughs> yeah, dude, this man is barfed in a minivan owned by somebody else. That's right. Speaking of, you threw up in my car too, man. What's with you? You're uh, throwing these, up these in things, other people's cars. These things happen. Uh, Audrey, let me ask you this question though yes, about men who play pool. Wait a second. Hang on. You also threw up out the window of your own car. While your wife was driving, I remember Dave, this. I've thrown up out of a lot of cars, man. I, like, I get motion sickness. Same, there same, was same. the vomit that was streaking down the side of the vehicle, and it took you like a month to wash that off, man. Oh, you left it? Yeah, yeah it, it happens. Tony, all I the get ca- puking, but you got to clean that up. All the car washes were closed. <laughs> For a month? For a month. They were not. You let liar. Me, let me ask you about this, about a gentleman who plays pool. Yeah. If he's got his own pool stick that comes in a case that you splits in half that you screw together, tell me that that guy's not sexy as hell. No, man, that's about the same as like having your own bowling shoes. Yeah, that's not cool, man. They're, they're, ain't nobody showing up with their own pool cue, and everyone's like, "Oh wow, I want my own bowling ball." You would and pool cue. You would. I do have my own darts. <laughs> you do. I Dude, that's right. the trilogy of white man sport. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have played darts with you, and you were terrible. What do you do with your own darts? It's because I didn't have my own darts. Is that was oh, that's yeah. why. Uh, this one is entitled, Was Staring at You. This is a man for a woman. Beautiful woman at zoo. I couldn't tell if you were uncomfortable or making that face because of the animal turd smell. Oh. I had the frozen lemonade that was spilling everywhere. Oh. What is with these people and their chaotic lives? I'm spilling my lemonade everywhere. I've got the screaming child, whatever it is. And also, you're hot. Dude, you can't be, you cannot be eating a frozen lemonade at the zoo with all the animal dookie smell. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like you walk into the repti- would help. What if you walk into, you can't walk into the reptile house with a corn dog? <laughs> sure I you can. I would. Sure I would. you can. If you're brave enough. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. So, you guys, I have a follow-up. If you recall, the 91-year-old that got arrested and put in jail in Florida. For a hit and run, For a I hit believe, and run. It was, right? it was a serious hit and run. Like, she hit somebody so hard that it broke 17 ribs. She was in, like, a golf cart, right? The lady who got hit? I believe so, uh-huh. yeah. Got, got real messed up. And then this 91-year-old just left. Too old to be driving. Yeah, and uh, she, she hurt this woman to the point where... I mean, it really messed up her entire life. So yeah. she, after leaving the scene, got arrested and put in jail. And, of course, right after she got put in jail, she started complaining about the conditions. I don't belong here. I should be put into a better facility or released, be put on house arrest, something like that. So she appealed it, and now it's back in the news because a judge has reviewed it and has made a decision. They're keeping her ass in jail? Yes, they are. Oh, that judge is awesome. Yes, because they are. Because she should be. Yeah. She showed no remorse. Dude. Cold-blooded. I mean... I get it. She's old, but 
if this doesn't sound like she's somebody who would, you know, not drive again, if she's yeah. not able to, you know, make sound decisions on whether or not she should be driving at 91 and hitting somebody to the point where they are, they're broken head hey, to toe. And yeah. you leave the scene? Leave the scene. Yeah, man. No, jail. So there's another story about uh, a woman who, this one's 78 years old. Her name is Janice, also from the villages in Florida. Not enough people named Janice anymore. Not enough, you know? It's one of those names. Yeah. You don't see like a baby Janice. I like, like, oh, here's see- my daughter that I just out and hit. her name's Janice. Janice, yeah. Janice Jennifer, Barbie, <laughs> Tammy. See, but when you hear the name Janice, Audrey, as a Sopranos fan now, all yes. I can think of is the scene with her and Ralph with the gun. Oh, no spoilers, no spoilers. So this uh, this 78-year-old Janice is feuding with her 89-year-old neighbor, William. Hell yeah. Bill. I guess that he'd been sitting at his house about 7 p.m. As Bill On does. Friday when Janice drove her golf cart into his backyard. And she'd already been trespassed from his property before. But I guess this feud has been going on for a long time. He walked outside and said, you get off my property. And his dog ran out the back door and started running circles around her dog. And that's when Janice got off her golf cart and started swinging a stick at his dog. I mean, I don't know if an 80-year-old woman should be swinging a stick at a dog. dog dogs can get rowdy. That's when Bill said, dogs hey, you, love be- sticks, you, you best stop now. And he called the cops on her. As, as, he, as you do. And when the cops showed up, she told the cops, I'm going to get him. He is going to pay. So oh. she, she told that to the cops. Janice has no damn, no, no, she she gives no dams. She got charged with trespassing as well as battery, got released on a $3,000 bond. And she paid $300 to a bail bondsman and got out. Yeah, she did. She's going to continue to terrorize poor old <sighs> Bill on his back. The porch. justice system is broken, Dave. <laughs> and finally, uh, the Harvard professor who studies the truth. So there's actually, I guess, a program at Harvard University that studies the truth. Uh, turns out that uh, he was cheating. Of course he was. Yeah, accused of submitting work that contained falsified results. He That's was just making stuff up. Every study at USA. He's every not the last first. one he of them. Probably doesn't even work at Harvard. Just make stuff up. No one's going to read the paper anyhow. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Yeah. Um, Dave and Mahoney present. Uh, we're going special curly fries. Fast, fast, fast food freak out. Shut up and listen to my order. Chris is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. Chris, in your estimation, what is the best fast food restaurant out there? Probably In and Out, but when I go to the Midwest, probably White Castle. Yeah, yeah, some White Castle. It's got to be a special time of day for me to eat White Castle. Yeah, well, it's probably like midnight. Is yeah, the time yeah, it's, been out. Yeah. yeah, late at night, and some beverages may have been imbibed upon. Perhaps. Yeah, White Castle and Waffle House. There's an intersection there. If you go there. Stone cold sober. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're a monster. You made some weird life choices. <laughs> All right, Chris. So here we go. We got, uh, we got three today. You got to get two out of the three in order to win. And Mahoney is on your team today. So is Audrey. And Mahoney takes this probably way too seriously. Dave, I've been to no less than 27,108 McDonald's in the Continental 48. There's just not that many, but okay. <clears throat> so here we go. This woman uh, actually went behind the counter and started shouting at employees to give her food for free because she forgot her wallet. But had an old receipt. So, you know, let's just see how this one goes. But again, a woman very, very upset behind the counter here. (laughs) 
So things aren't going great. You don't hear a world star hip hop yelled nearly enough in fast food freakout videos no, anymore. No, it's very much a Gen X millennial thing. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't even know if world star even exists anymore. Do websites still exist or is it all just apps now? Anyway, uh, that's either A, a McDonald's, B, a Raisin Cane's, or C, an Arby's. Oh, man, this is tough. I didn't hear any beeps mm. whatsoever, but that could just be the proximity of the guy who was... Man, I don't think this was a Raisin Cane's either. I don't think... It, I think it was too busy or too... It wasn't busy enough inside for it to be a Raisin Cane's. Yep. So I'm leaning towards Arby's. Arby's, okay. Arby, you know, I mean, they, they've got the meats and they've got some anger. It's a tough, tough call, but I'll go with you, Arby's. Maybe they didn't, you know, just very upset about their beef sandwich or something. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, guys, you know what? what? I, didn't, I didn't, you know, the the, the, the lady, that, that level, that high-pitched scream. Uh-huh. You could tell that's not a roast beef lover. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chris. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That, that, that is incorrect. Was it McDonald's? Yeah, it was not McDonald's. <laughs> oh, okay, that's what I was leaning towards. Uh, yeah. See, that's what you get for following you, Mahoney's You've got to trust your gut sometimes, yeah. man. Okay. No beeps yeah, yeah. in that, though. No right. beeps. I thought he was leading me to the, the, the promised land there. <laughs> Here we go on to number two. This woman, rude during a phone order, so the employee hung up on her. Then she drove to the store to complain, <laughs> and the employee was having none of it. Are you the one that hung up on me? So was that? Is this a sub place? So it's not a sub place, hmm. but you're kind of barking up the right tree in that there is some options here that are not the traditional fast food. So that's either A, a Panera, Maybe. B, a Wendy's, no. or C, a Pizza Hut. Definitely not a. Oh, it's a Pizza, pizza Hut. Hut. It's a hundred because I heard a big metal sheet. So I was thinking a sheet full of the bread from a sub place, but that sound can also be replicated with a pizza tray. Also, there's nobody who you're sticking on the phone with. I mean, if you're going to be placing a to-go order from anywhere, calling somebody on the phone and then hanging up because you're furious about whatever it is, it's definitely a pizza place. Okay, right, Pizza Hut it is. Pizza Hut it is. That That's is right. unbelievable, you guys. I heard a big metal sheet. Who are you? I'm the world's leading fast food forensic expert, sir. Okay. That's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> that right. is who I am. Final one here. And this is for the win or the loss, Chris. So pay close attention here. This is a pair of customers requesting a refund. And the cashier, again, once again, not having it. Is she the manager? Where's she at? Tell her, come on over here. Talk to me. She was being nasty and rude on the mic. I said, y'all got fresh biscuits. She said, you want to wait 30 minutes. And I was like, 30 minutes for a biscuit? She said, I said, when the last time y'all cooked the biscuit? She said, oh, 10 minutes ago. But I want to see what corporate got to say about her, which they don't care because ain't nobody want to work these days. <laughs> a lot going on there and not a lot of clues. That's either A, a Carl's Jr., nope. B, a KFC, or C, a Jack in the Box. Oh, I mean, so I would I would think I was thinking Popeyes because if you don't ask for fresh fresh biscuits for Popeyes, you're getting a rock. So I mean, maybe a KFC. Audrey, though, no, it's 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 either it's either KFC or uh, or Hardee's slash Carl's because Jr. the breakfast. Because I have I have been there and experienced the same thing. 
Oh, man, this is real You've tough. been wearing experience the same thing. At, at a Carl's Jr. slash Hardee's. Oh, you've had biscuit drama? Oh, yeah. Of course you have. Because they turn into rocks if they're not hot. <laughs> I, I, got there right when they, I got there right when they opened one time at 5 a.m. I don't need to know the story. It's fine. And they, they did not have, <laughs> I've experienced this. So I. So are you going with your experience, or are you just going with the, the KFC? I because, think I'm going to go with KFC, though, just because it yeah, doesn't sound like, like breakfast time. That's what came to mind was a chicken place when I heard biscuits. So. Okay, so final answer is KFC, is that right, Chris? Yeah. For yeah. the win, you are correct. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 tough one. It's a tough one today. I don't think I've ever said that. In fact, I know I've never said this. Uh, Mahoney's personal biscuit drama almost derailed this segment, but <laughs> thankfully it didn't. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So I don't know what's going on with people going to concerts recently, but, you know, we saw that thing with BB Rexa where somebody in the audience threw a phone at her while she was performing live, and it messed her up pretty good. Oh, I mean, she got, like, that. she could have lost an eye, legitimately. Like, that. as hard as that was thrown and the way that she was hit, it just completely unacceptable. And, yeah, man, like, what are you doing at a concert bringing... Phone and also, who throws a phone? That feels so chaotic. I feel like throwing anything at a concert doesn't make any sense. I mean, a shoe, a not shoe. At, not on stage though, but up in the air. But even like, uh, you know, because we, we've seen it over the years. And Audrey, you said that the first radio station that you worked at actually had like a bunch of bras and stuff yeah, in the studio, was, and that was that was a thing for a while. Dave, right? yeah. you go to a concert, people would like throw underwear on stage. I went to a thousand concerts over the years. I've seen one bra thrown one time and it was at an Imagine Dragons show. Well, and what's funny about that... I didn't have my that, bra, Dan Reynolds. What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I was you at that Dan? show with, with Mahoney <laughs> and somebody threw the bra on stage and Dan Reynolds actually stopped the show and he went, huh, that's never happened before. Out of all the shows that the Imagine Dragons... I mean, this is an done, arena show. Yeah, but I mean, that like you think about how difficult it would be to throw a bra... Like, crumple it up and throw it where it actually gets on stage. Like, you either have to be real close to the stage or have a very substantial bra. She's probably close. I mean, maybe yeah. you shoot it like a slingshot. Yeah. Yeah. Is that how it works? Maybe. Uh, you get it on stage. Also, bras are expensive. Yeah. And also, if it's like your favorite bra, like, cause you, are you throwing a bootleg-ass bra yeah, up on stage? Yeah, no, because, like, you're, you're not going to a concert and throwing a bootleg bra. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be a nice bra, you're right? You're pre-planning a bra throwing. Are you? Of course. So you're I going th- to the concert going, I'm taking this bra off. I'm I would gonna- rather throw my underwear. You know what? I bet. You know what? Cheaper, easily, more easy to replace. As far as uh, things that you can throw on stage, uh, bras, okay, sure. Mahoney's underwear, yes, that Uh makes perfect sense. Everyone wants to get their hands on Mahoney's drawers. Uh, But the phone, totally unacceptable. And this is also really exceptionally weird. So this is a concert that Pink was doing. And, you know, she's seen a lot of things thrown on stage over the years. Uh, But somebody, oh, there's a show over in the U.K., uh, threw a Ziploc bag on stage, and there was a bunch of stuff in this Ziploc bag, and Pink was pretty baffled by what was going on, picked it up, and then said, is this your mom? So I guess somebody had their mom's ashes in a Ziploc bag and threw them on stage, and Pink said, I don't know how to feel about this, and then just set it down. So, I mean, she handled it well, but also... What are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you supposed to do in that situation? Do you open it up and then you throw it back into the audience? <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkle it everywhere? I mean, her mom always wanted to stage dive. <laughs> Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a, leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the 
where the heck is Mary? What is she up to now? Are any of you keeping up with her? And maybe she's just shacked up with Jim the Bird guy. Who knows? Message deleted. All right, so I think I know what is going on here. For those of you that don't know the story of Mary, Mary has been a prolific voicemail messenger for a long time where she'll call us and leave us voicemails. Uh, but the kind of the backstory on Mary is she listens to the show every day while sitting in a recliner, because she's told us this, while drinking blueberry wine coolers. She also believes there is a direct underground train that runs from her house directly to Area 51. A yeah. high-speed train. Specifically starts under her garage mm-hmm. and goes directly to Area 51. No idea if there's any stops in between, uh, but it's been a little while since we've heard from Mary, and our producer, Chris, did make reference that he had gotten a voice message from Mary, which I always get kind of excited whenever we get a message from Do Mary. Do you? Because I love Mary. She's I love the content problematic, that she provides. Dave. She is very problematic, but highly entertaining. Okay. And again, our producer said that he got a message from her that was fairly crazy, but he didn't elaborate what it was all about. But I see the next voicemail here, and it is labeled Mary. And that's it. You ready for this? Let's see what it has to say. I've missed her. Let's go. Please leave a message after the tone. It's Marianne. I just wanted to uh, tell you again, I have been thinking about the situation with this tap on my landline, and I'm, I've had it with it. What I need Dave to do is spot me a check for 15000 to keep my mouth shut about what I know. And I'm being serious, because I listened to these guys for 15 and a half years, and he owes me at least that. But like I told you, I'm going to write a book, and you guys are going to be in it, so talk to Dave about this 15000 and all that to keep my mouth shut, because I'm sure they know about the tap. I'm sure. Message deleted. That Audrey and I know about the tap, and Chris and Jordan know about the tap? Mm-hmm. What yeah, tap? That, she that, thinks that her phones are tapped? I mean, she thinks that her phones are tapped, and that um, if we give her $15,000... That will cover it. We, so she said, "You, brother." Yeah, hey, there was no, there was no Mahoney <laughs> and Audrey no, chipping is, in no, on that. No. This is the, uh, the royal we. We're a team, you guys. We no, can no. each we can each pony up five thousand so dollars, and to, it's fine. Is that we? That's the the calculus. She's been listening to us for fifteen years, so we have to pay her a thousand dollars for every year. For every year of listening, yeah. Yeah. Oof. So I, I, I've never really experienced this before. We've had some people that have hated the radio show mm-hmm. over the years, and we always offer to refund those people their money Yeah, uh, because, you know, what we do is free. I've never even heard the proposition of we would owe people money because they've given us their time listening. No, well, she's, really saying, interesting. she's saying that she wants $15,000 to keep her mouth shut, not saying that because she's been listening for 15 years, yeah. she deserves money. She says she knows things, mm-hmm. Dave, and in order for her to not do a tell-all in her book, she also, mark? She also did say that she's still going to write the book, um, but Mary, I encourage, in fact, I implore you to please share with the world whatever it is that you know about us. Well, I'm she's really been telling curious. our former bosses, Bossy Rossi, and uh-huh. are now, you know, bosses as well, calling the sales team, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but just totally slandering the name of our team to yep. anybody who she can get a hold of their voicemail. So I'm sure they know whatever would, it is she's trying to tell. I would love for you to tell the world, and I would love for you to do it, Mary, if you happen to be listening today, to do it through our voicemail line at 833-YO-DUMMY. You you just, you're dude, you you're are, stoking the fire. You're opening here, Pandora's box uh-huh, here, man. Uh-huh. These views are not uh, approved by Jason Mahoney and Audrey Drake. I Listen. enjoy my life, man. Like, I don't know. I, I would like to see another day. 
I don't want Mary coming from my neck. I will die by the hand of Mary. We'll push you in front of the bullets. You would. We would. You absolutely would. Be our human shield, Dave. <laughs> but then who's going to pay her the $15,000? We'll use your life insurance. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave and Mahoney. John is joining us today for a round of the movie quote quiz. Uh, John, what is your favorite movie genre? Let's say action movies. Action movies? All right. Well, so we've got a total of five clips today. you got a couple of lifelines if you need them. But these are all big, popular movies. But the challenge here is that it can be tough to figure out when you've only got, you know, 15, 20 seconds in each one of the clips. Uh, I'll give you some hints along the way to try to help you out. The uh, the first one here is from 1993. Good luck. Okay, all you freshmen, f*** it up. It's your lucky day. We're going to take it easy on you. So if you meet here, right here, after school today, Y'all only get one lick from each of us. Oh, yeah, Mitch Kramer? Mitchie. Mitchie, Mitchie, Mitchie. <laughs> We're looking for you, pal. Your ass will be perfect for the day is over. Have a nice afternoon. That's all you get on that one. Mahoney's got a look on his face like maybe he knows. Audrey looks a little confused. I'm trying confused. to think of something that would maybe be like a Rush movie where you're getting paddled. Coming of age movie. A coming of, coming age, of movie, age movie. Sure. Okay, yeah. I got okay. I got no clue. John, do you uh, do you know that one or do you need a lifeline? Uh, and uh, if you do, I'd suggest uh, going with Mahoney. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Okay, what do you got? Dazed and confused. That's it, brother. Well done. Good job. Oh. Excellent. All right. I've so never seen that movie. Lifeline still intact. Here we go. On to number two. You're already on the board. Either you come clean or I'm going to kick your ass. I love her, man. What? You heard me, damn it. I love Mary, man. I'm a phony. Just like you. What do you mean? I mean... I'm no architect. Don't be a putz, man. The old pizza delivery guy. Mm-hmm. That one from 1998. Do you know it, John? Oh, I'll take a guess. Something about Mary. Uh, man. Because the yeah. Mary. Yeah. The, I, that's the only gotten to. Yeah. Ma- Matt Dillon in there. Yeah, the Matt Dillon. I mean, that was that was a great movie. Ben Stiller. Cameron Diaz. Oh, yeah. I mean, hair gel sales just flew through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. On to number three. Still have the lifelines intact. This one takes us back to 2003. Hey, what you doing? It's gone. I've lost the mask. Would you drop it? You dropped it. That was my only chance of finding my son. Now it's gone. Hey, Mr. Grumpy Gills. When life gets you down, you know what you got to do? I don't want to know what you got to do. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. What do we do? We swim. Hard to believe it's been 20 years since that came out. Ugh. Right? John, do you know it? Uh, 2003. No, I don't know that one. I'm going to have to get a lifeline on that. We know Audrey knows this one. Yeah, you probably want to use me on the uh, animated films. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anything Audrey. else I probably don't know? Uh, that's uh, Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo, that is correct. All right. 20 years ago. All right, here you we go. you Finding Nemo? Dude, any of, I can't watch, like, I, I love the Pixar movies, but I cry at every Pixar movie. You cried at Finding Nemo? Yeah, I, man. Yes, man. Like, what? when he's missing, he can't find. His dad is searching for him the entire time. Meanwhile, he's I mean, stuck in a thing thinking your, his dad ain't looking for him. Put yourself in his dad's shoes, and you're looking for your son. You can't I mean, find him? Spoiler, he gets found. <laughs> 
Oh, but, but the entire time, it's just an emotional roller coaster well, because just, he only has one fin. Are you guys... <laughs> <laughs> He's just swimming in circles. How would he get there? Yeah. You know, how would he ever swim back? All right, here we go. On to number four. This one going back to 1978. Oh, come on, guys. You know you mean a lot to me. It's just that Sandy does too. I'm, ah. I'm going to do anything I can to get her. That's <laughs> God, my favorite movie of all time. John for the win. I know what, I, I know what that is. That's Grease. There you go, brother. You got it. Four for four. Audrey, you got a look on your face. It just, it, I'm just, Stir something oh, in you, huh? I just love Olivia Newton-John. I just absolutely wanted to be her. We need Every to get, waking moment. Yeah. I just. We need to get you a pink lady's jacket. I'm too pure to be pink. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, I have told you that Mahoney has gone absolutely point guy crazy. If you know what I'm talking about, it's what it comes. You're gonna call me out yeah. for this. Yes, I am. Right now. Yes, I am. On the radio. On the radio. Live on the air. You're getting called out. So, Mahoney has been like signing up for all of these credit cards. In fact, there was a work function that you were late for recently because you were in the process of signing up for another credit card. I don't know if I was. It was a work. Function. Oh no! Actually, it was a personal function. It's when we went to brunch together. Yeah. Yeah. Had the whole family. I was getting a hotel credit card. Yeah. Because we've got some travel coming up for the show. In uh-huh. the middle of brunch? Right before. And also, we beat you to brunch. Yeah, I've got I've got a thousand kids. What do you expect? You wouldn't even know it if my wife wouldn't have told you. Yeah, she called my wife you said, out. oh, this she is what he was doing five minutes. That's why we left the house five minutes late. Your wife is calling you out, and now I am also calling you out. It's becoming a problem. It's not becoming and a we problem, we want you Dave. to go to points rehab, okay? Um, here's... <laughs> Here's what happened. So yesterday, after we wrapped the show up, we're, we're leaving, and we're talking about booking some travel because we have a business trip coming up um, in August. And Oh, we're doing that? Well, so, yes. <laughs> you, you, you don't have to do it if you don't want to. Yeah, I'm not doing it. That's fine. But um, we have to. But, but we have to because there's a couple of meetings that we should probably attend. So I was like, I'll get this stuff booked today. And Mahoney goes, what do you mean? You're going to book it. I'm like, what? I, I thought that, that would be a good thing that somebody else is going to book it and handle just the logistics of it. And he goes, I would appreciate if you don't book my trip for me because I want to earn the points. Oh, you got sassy with the Mahoney. He did. He, he was doing that wobble thing. You know what I'm talking about? I with do know, 100%. Where his, little, his little hair starts going his back clock. and forth. Yeah. You're doing it right now. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to save money for the show. You're not saving money for the show. No, you're earning points for yourself. You're earning points for yourself. Or the so collective... That- no. <laughs> it's so you can use the points for vacation and leisure. Dave, you leave so many points. I know. On the side. I don't, I don't care. You waste. I don't care. You could be planning whole-ass family trips or whole-ass, we could pay for our entire show to go to this work function uh-huh. with in August points. with the points. You're not yeah, gonna why use don't the, you do that? You're not, you're not going to use the points. I 100% would do that for that. For the, for the work function? I would. I don't, I don't believe you. Well, but if you're never going to use the points anyways, Dave, then where, where do you care where you spend them? I don't. Or use them? I was just shocked. And then Mahoney said, I'll do the booking. And I'm like, I'm like okay, and then I'll reimburse you. Mm-hmm. And guess what didn't happen yesterday? No, because we have some things to discuss about it. Oh, we do. Yeah. Oh, okay. You want to? You want to do them here live on the air? You want to? You want? Are you who sharing a room with Chris? Me or you? I ain't sharing a room. I'm an adult. So am I. No grown man shares a room with another grown man. Are we man. getting all three of us? I'll get a, who gets the rollaway bed. 
I'm we'll not staying on a rollaway bed. And a rollaway uh, bed. None, none of this is happening. No, everyone can get their own room because we're grown-ups. And that's what grown-ups do. I do not want to share, very specifically, a bathroom with you. That's. I, th- I feel like that's hurtful, Dave. Or anyone. I don't even like sharing I'm a bathroom with about my wife. Money. This is why no one should go. Dave, I'm thinking about all this problem. I'm thinking about money that we could say be saving for your kids' future. My kids are going to college. It's fine. I didn't say college. I said You're future. Listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call eight three three Yo Dummy. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey guys, it's Link. Uh, so funny that your birthday was yesterday. My birthday is today. So uh, happy birthday, buddy. Message deleted. Happy birthday to you. Your birthday brothers. That's right. Please leave a message after the tone. Here's a little ditty for the birthday boy from all his septuagenarian fans who grew up in the Twin Cities watching Lunch with Casey. Happy, happy birthday to every girl and boy. Hope this very special day brings you lots of joy. Hope the birthday presents you get from mom and dad will make this very special day the best you ever had. Message deleted. The voice of an angel. Thank you very much. That was gorgeous. Dave, you know what a septarian is, though, right? I don't. That is anybody who is in their 70s. So that gentleman has the voice of an angel. Well. I'm not familiar with the program he referenced from Minnesota, but... Neither I like am it. I. <laughs> it was before my time, but I appreciate the Anytime song. Anytime you yeah. want to sing to us, uh, good sir, you're, you are always welcome to call 833-YO-DUMMY. Uh, Audrey, you look like maybe... I just made me feel like a little uncomfy because, I mean, he's got a good voice, but what happens if we start getting people who are singing? I don't I don't know. I just don't want to get the ick for anybody, and I just don't want to welcome singers. Um, I don't want to welcome okay. that to our boys. Nah, no, man. That's fair. That's fair. No, if, I don't if you want, got a local... I like, you, I, it gives me ick. We just became friends. I don't want a reason to take five steps back. Backwards into the ick zone. <laughs> I want to stay here in this comfy state. No more singing. See, nah, man, I, you got- yeah, I, I, I would disagree. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, Mahoney. Um, it's it's oh. real hard to creep us out. Like, real hard to creep us out because very few people want to be creepy towards us. I understand why you're in your position, Audrey. You can sing to Mahoney and I anytime. If you, you got a local garage Y'all band, easy. Uh, yeah, so easy. While you're practicing, give us a call, man. Yeah. Like, I want to I want to hear what's going on. Are y'all that bored? Yeah. No, we're also just looking for stuff for cover your ears to try to kill two birds once. <laughs> okay, yes. Smarter, not harder. Gummy. Smarter, not harder. Please leave a message after the tone. I don't know why people bag on Walmart so much. I love that place. I can get a new car battery, some cucumbers, a new pair of pants, all at the same place and at a great price. So stop talking crap about Walmart. Message Dude, I, I, I will co-sign this because Walmart clothes have gotten so much better. They have. Like when we were kids... Walmart clothes, you know, it was always that weird gray tee with like USA on it that was like ironed on half uh-huh. halfway. So they, they, you, you knew. Now you can't tell. Like I mean, it's just good quality stuff at so, a reasonable price. Walmart's never been the problem. It's the way that people act in Walmart True. that's the problem. So I mean, like, people will go to Walmart in such various states of disarray that Walmart gets a bad rap because of that. Well, because Walmart was not knowing their worth for a really long time, and they were putting Walmarts on plots of land and areas where people would show up in pajamas, and that would just be normal. Not even just pajamas, dirty pajamas. How do you have dirty pajamas in Walmart? And now Walmart is starting to understand their worth, and, you know, they're kind of— I I enjoy going into a Walmart (laughs) more than a Target these days. (gasps) 
take it back. No, I don't I'm not. Take I'm not going to back. because for multiple reasons. Sometimes WalMarts are not. Sometimes Targets they're getting a little dirty. Some are, are they really? Yeah, the man. Ones. They're getting dirty, grimy, and it's almost like Target was the new shiny thing for a really long time. Yeah. So we were all like, Target, oh my gosh, Target, and then Walmart got left in the in the. Uh, SpongeBob pajama dust. Dude, you walk into a Target and they got that like big old thing of popcorn. Love it. And like a and a, like a bootleg ass Pizza Hut in there mm. that has in there. You're like, mm. I don't know mm-hmm. how you so perfectly nailed that. When I was talking about dirty pajamas in Walmart, they are definitely SpongeBob pajamas or Tweety Bird. One of every two. yes, every time. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Tell us about either the best boss you've ever had or the worst boss ever. 833-YO-DUMMY. I got one hell of a bad and good boss. Okay, let's start with the good one. Okay, so the good one. I just started working for this guy, and I said, man, I need some help here. I've got to move my brother, who is all the way down in Tucson, and he went ahead and let me borrow a truck, a trailer, paid for the fuel and everything, and let me go ahead and move my brother. That wow. is a really, really good boss. That's that's awesome. But what about the bad one? Okay. So the bad one. This guy was so verbally and physically abusive, he should have went to jail. Wow. But he didn't. He would show up with a firearm on his side all the time. Super. He would sit there and tell everybody... Okay, ready to bleep this one? Yep. Get the f- back to work, you ass. Wow. Wow. And he. Oh, no, no. It gets even better. We had a female driver. She would come up on the dock and he would look at her and say, You are one ugly mother. F- what? Jeez. Yes. Right to her face. Why are you laughing, Mahoney? Because I can't believe this is real life. That is unbelievable. He Holy cow. This chick is like, dang, you ugly. That I, is I wish you would have like uppercutted him right then and there. Janice on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Mahoney said, I currently have the best boss ever. Uh, she's just the best. I totally trust her. Uh, but I had a really bad boss that left me uh, with a bloody hand one time and I had to sew it up on my own. This one from Joe said, the best boss I have right now, I've worked for for 16 years, just the best, totally trust each other. But I had a terrible boss one time that punched me in the eye because I got a ticket driving his tow truck. But I was going 110 and 55, so maybe I had it coming. (laughs) Dude, here's a horrible one. This one comes to us from Tiny Ugly Face in our Twitch chat. Twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney said, worst boss I ever had was a uber rich couple I nannied for. Mom constantly criticized her nine-year-old daughter's weight. Oh. She had a PhD in nutrition. Oh, get oh, out of here with that nonsense, man. Let kids be kids. That is wild. So I made reference to the fact that we have had a, a bad boss before, um, and... It was early on when we were doing the morning show. It's the first couple of years. It was. Right? The, it was. The, it was going into our second year of doing the radio show. We had been friends for you know six, seven years before that, yep. but we had just started. And this is like 2009. And keep in mind that this particular program director inherited us. So he's not the one that hired us. It was another guy that hired us, but then he ended up leaving the business and going to do something else in Reno. Um, and this new guy comes in, and we've gotten warned that this new boss was kind of ch- a challenge to deal with. Mm-hmm. He was a brilliant program director, but didn't deal with people very well. And we learned that very quickly. Uh 
he didn't like us from the jump. But very specifically, he hated Mahoney for whatever reason. I don't think there's ever been a person on this planet who has hated me as much as this man hated me. Again, this is about 2008, 2009. So I'm 27, 28 years old. This is pre-meeting my wife. So I was single. I was doing the morning show. Dave and I had made a little bit of notoriety for ourselves. And I was out kind of every... I was out all the time doing cool single guy stuff. Yeah, cool single guy stuff. That's how you viewed it in your <laughs> mind when really you're hammered on Jägermeister at the local pub. But you know what? Cool single guy stuff. We were creating a vibe, Dave. Yeah. We were cultivating a community. And so I was dating, you know, pretty women. Yeah. I was doing cool things. I didn't have a whole lot of responsibilities that had saddled me down at that point. I was just living my best life. But he hated us to the point where he would have the producer for the morning show writing down the time that we arrived every day. And if we were not there by 5 a.m. every day when the show started at 6, then the producer would have to rat us out to him and tell him exactly what time that we arrived. He also had a clock in the studio to time our breaks. Nothing could be over three minutes. He would tell us. Because every day after the show, micromanaging. he would demand that we come into his office and he would just basically verbally abuse us for, I don't know, a couple of hours. Every day. Every day. He would yell specifically at me. He wanted to drive a wedge mm-hmm. between me and Dave so bad. He wanted us to like hate each other and like he just didn't understand friendship and how people could have like a human connection and really mm-hmm. be like, that's my ride or die. And Dave, Dave and I have always been the ride or die. So I'll tell you what happened in that situation, Audrey, that I don't even think I've I've shared with you before, is it had gotten to the point where we're like, I don't think that this is going to last with this guy. Something's going to break. And Mahoney told me, he's like, hey, man, if if he fires me, that's okay. I want you to continue on doing the show even without me. And I was like, well, first off, that's never going to happen because, you know, we're ride or dies. But... That really struck me in that moment. Like, Why has everybody got to die in a ride or die? I don't know. Seems like weird. We just like be riders together. You know? and, and you know what? We're still riding to this day. You are. And this particular boss is dead. He is. Yeah. So that helps with the story also. <laughs> the, the worst thing he ever did besides the verbal abuse and the, you know, just constant criticizing and yelling and hoy. I mean, this was the hor- this guy. May- I can't even say some of the horrible things that he talked to oh, us about. Atrocious. Like, I mean, horrible things. Like criminal. Yes. Yes. And uh, but there was one day. Where I was running the board, which Dave normally does, and I played a Metallica song. I played a live version of mm. For Whom the Bell Tolls with like the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra by mistake. That, that, which, which, why that, was it in the system if you that, don't want it ever played? That SM album is amazing, amazing, by the way. Amazing song. So I play that. He bursts into the studio, says, Get in my office right now, sits me down, is screaming, not yelling, screaming at the top of his lungs, grabs a pair of shears scissors from his desk his hand shaking he runs across his desk and holds a pair of scissors to my throat and yells i will effing kill you if you ever do that again while he's and i'm not showing and this is very it was very uncharacteristic of me but i made it a point to never show him that i was angry at him or that he was getting to me mahoney's just sitting there kind of casually like smiling and nodding and And he's and this man is shaking He's so angry, and he's holding the scissors to Mahoney's throat, telling him he is going to kill him. Did you look like someone in his life that he, like, maybe his wife had an affair on? Like, why could he not believe it? And I'm sitting here thinking in that moment. First off. Mahoney has got an amazing poker face because he's not reacting to this guy at all, which is just making him more furious. But I thought. 
like he might actually do it. So like I'm like sitting there ready, like if this dude takes a swing at Mahoney to jump in if necessary. But it was one of those absolutely surreal moments where I could not believe this was happening. So when people call up and say our show sucks, it's, you know. It doesn't really hurt our feelings because our lives have literally been threatened while doing this. Yeah, just don't, just don't, just don't hold scissors to my throat, please. Yeah. This is Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's pop trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So Mahoney, in a not piece of shocking news, Ryan Seacrest has scooped another job. He is now going to be the host for Wheel of Fortune with Pat Sajak retiring. He'll do. An adequate job. He'll do a fine job. It'll be fine. Everyone knows Ryan Seacrest, and no one really is clamoring for more Ryan Seacrest. Who hates or loves Ryan Seacrest? But you know what? That's kind of the perfect thing for a game show host, right? It's like there's very few game show hosts that I go, I absolutely love that game show host. That that show would not be the same without him. He doesn't strike me as a good speller, though. As a good speller? A good speller. I feel like you need to be a good speller to be on... Wheel of Fortune. I do feel like Pat Sajak has a little bit of that snark to him, yeah. you know, where he acts like he's smarter well, than you. He's probably not, but he's got that air about him, whereas Seacrest seems a little too little too corny. Sure. But, you know what? It doesn't matter. I mean, Drew Carey coming in as the host of The Price is Right. I mean, I don't think The Price is Right has the panache that it did under Bob Barker. It, it certainly or does not. Or Family Feud. But I also feel like game shows have changed a lot sure. over the years. Are we really that enamored with game shows anymore? Now, is anyone seeking it out? Like, are you going, oh man, I've got to catch it? Like, uh, don't get me wrong. I, I used watch, to watch Wheel of Fortune every night back in the day before. I still watch Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy on a fairly regular basis because it just happens to be... But, in that short little window when my wife is sometimes putting the kids to bed and I put the younger ones down and so I have but I don't want to like start a show that I'm into sure. without her yeah, you then, could you could come in at any time you can exit at any time right. uh I think you know Seacrest going in there uh, you know obviously it's a big name you know he knows how to produce things yep. but I think another key element What's going to go on with Vanna White? Is Vanna going to stick around, or is Vanna going to retire along with? I don't know um, because they, that's an important role too. I mean, sure. I, you know, I mean, Vanna is honestly, I think, more iconic than Pat Sajak when it comes to Wheel of Fortune. Did Weird Al Yankovic ever write a song about Pat Sajak? Certainly didn't. Did not. I mean, maybe he did. We just don't uh, who know. Knows? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Super Mario has been a huge smash, and. Um, maybe kind of exceeded everyone's expectations. Would you say it was a Super Smash Bro? That is a excellent reference, Mahoney. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, I don't know if this is going to work, but Super Mario Oreos are on the way now. Are your kids going to be clamoring for these? Probably, honestly, because you know what they love? Mario and cookies. And I mean, who doesn't love an Oreo? Uh, you know what? I don't love an Oreo. You don't like the even the wafers? Like, even, like I get not liking the cream, but like the crackers on the outside? Uh, too messy. You know how you they get the all, whole thing in your mouth at once. Oh, so they don't get all up in your teeth like that's, that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, just, do it. just just inhale it. You Swallow get, it whole. Go, you got to go full cookie monster. Yeah. So if you're, if you're a fan of, uh, of Mario, the, uh, the cookies are going to have 16 little prints on them, and it's going to have all the characters. So have, Mario, Luigi, and Yoshi, and Goomba, and Bowser Jr., as well as power-ups like Superstars and Fire Flowers. So uh, the packs, I guess, are going to be filled at random, so I don't know if this is like the... You hope to collect them all, type of thing. Sure. But yeah. Are you uh, are you introducing your kids? Have they played anything besides Mario Kart, or is that their kind of like what they're, what the, where they're at with Mario right now? They have the uh, the Super Mario Brothers game for the Switch as well, uh-huh. but it's just it's a little bit complicated yeah. for them. So uh, you know, Mario, not quite yet. 
Yeah, Mario Kart, like, I feel like there's a lot of... You push one button and you kind of move. And you sort of steer, and then if you're really bad at it and you keep crashing into a wall, they'll give you a bullet. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> it ends up working out. But yeah, if you're a big fan of Mario, the cookies are on the way. This is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave do any of you ever get nervous about how long you hold it before going to the bathroom? I'm mostly talking number one, but the minute I feel it, I have to go or else I get nervous that I'm going to wreck something down there. Who likes holding anyways? Message deleted. I went and saw a movie. I went and saw The Flash a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. And I had to get up in the middle of the movie to go to the bathroom. Really? Could not hold it. Like. Huh. It and was. you consumed a large amount of soda. I mean, or I got a large soda, which okay, the so yes. movie theater large is the largest large that has ever large. That's also, America large. Yeah. There, there is something about the Patriot America large, large yes. that you're talking about. Yeah, that has gotten just out of hand. Like if if I go to a fast food restaurant and I order, I'm never ever ever getting the large because it's gotten to the point where it, they're comically big. Like they don't even fit in. McDonald's cup has gotten anymore. smaller. I will say McDonald's large has gotten smaller. But if you go to Whataburger. And you get a large at a Whataburger, or you get a large at a In-N-Out. It's a those, five, are, it's those a are wild. Five-gallon bucket of unsweetened iced you know, tea. They sell an actual gallon of soda <laughs> if you Why? go to KFC. Why? I mean, well, that they do that for like they, the family size. The family I mean, size. But okay. I will also admit I've ordered a family size meal before and eaten it myself. Have it, you pretended you had to pretend like you had a family? Yeah. <laughs> like sometimes I order like two combo meals and I'm just like, I mix up the drinks to make it seem like uh, <laughs> there's two people you I'm taking are this a, back are to. a liar. <laughs> All of you, who do you think has some stuff floating around the internet that would really embarrass them? Like anything on like the circuit, you know what I'm talking about? Like... I'm talking anything. Videos, pictures, comments, old posts, or like something on Reddit, a blog, or like anything. I'm wondering. Message deleted. I'll oh. tell you who it's not. It's not Mahoney, because Mahoney, as he mentioned earlier, is basically like a private investigator, and there is no subject on earth that Mahoney loves more than Mahoney. So there's no way that there's anything out there that can incriminate you. I've got a journal that exists online uh-huh. that we read from from time to time from when I was 20 years old. And- you were 20 in doing that? Oh, like I think eighteen to twenty. You angsty nerd. Well, yeah, man. We all were. It was the time, like, so that that exists out there, and there's some, you know, again, like I don't know if when you Google my name or my like at handle, like at Mahoney sucks, you'll find me on a, you know, in a speedo on a bearskin rug doing the Burt Reynolds recreation, which that I think I not, did it better. That is not embarrassing. That is glorious. But like, if I ever have kids someday. And they Google that, they're going to see that, and that's so, like their so dad. Was. So what? And be like, man, dad was so thin back then. <laughs> he looks so good. Please leave a message after the tone. Oh, wait, 250 there. Hey, guys, how do you feel about big box stores like Walmart, Target, or even Amazon completely decimating mom and pop stores or pharmacies? Isn't that kind of terrible? Message deleted. What Not- local mom and pop pharmacy exists? I haven't, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to get like my. Lexapro from a mom and pop store. Like, I don't know where you go in. Do those, seriously, do those exist? I only know CVS and Walgreens to go Because they're on every single street corner, right? It's like you, 
the, the mom and pop pharmacies, that feels like something from back in the 50s when there was like Main Street and you'd have like the local pharmacy, but they all got bought out by corporations. And yes, it sucks. And also, if I feel like I want to go to like a like a hometown place, like a mom and pop, I go to Ace is the hardware place. Or wait, Ace. Ace, Ace is the place Ace with the help for hardware folks. Yeah. How, how does it go? Ace is the place with the helpful, helpful hardware, hardware folks. folks. Yeah. Because I feel like those are owned individually, at least the vast majority of them are. Are they owned. really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've got a uh, one of my friends from high school, her husband. They own an ace together. Do you do, do they make good money? Like, is it profitable I I, selling I've, ne- I've, ne- I've never asked, but uh, yeah. he, he's got that vest. She wears the vest. It's a it's a family run business. Oh. in Tennessee, I support local like coffee shops and bakeries and yeah. all of that. I mean, I I definitely think that Amazon is a monopoly of sorts, but I also really treasure my convenience and appreciate every driver. Yeah, we we love we want workers <laughs> to be treated better, but most of us, when push comes to shove. Convenience is king over everything else. Yeah. Because we're all hypocrites. It's sad, but I mean, <laughs> we'll, I, I also we'll sit like, here like, and talk about mom and pops and how great they are. And I mean, I have a small business that I run myself, but I mean, honestly, it, you're right. Like, everyone's a hypocrite. We are. Yeah. Yep. And I can't. I shop th- on Etsy. Does that make me a lover of small yeah, shops as go. well? Yeah, look at you doing, yeah. doing your part. Dude, I'm trying. Yeah. But if you can't get to me next day, then I'm going to go to Amazon. <laughs> Every time. This is David Mahoney. So we have recently been blessed by a uh, young lady named Lori who calls the show almost every day now from her hot tub. So we all refer to her as Hot Tub Lori. But she was giving me a hard time. What about lounging Lori? Lounging Lori? Well, you got to work in the hot tub. Jacuzzi Lori? Jacuzzi Lori. Uh, I don't know. We'll work on it. We'll workshop hot that. Hot tub, Lori. It hot tub, Lori. You know we like alliteration. We love alliteration, but we it's too hard with the hot tub. Fair. Anyway, um, so hot tub, Lori, was basically calling me an un- uncultured swine on the internet. And let me explain why. Um, I was complaining, uh, voicing my concerns about my old man moment of get off my lawn with the kids that were walking across Which my yard. I completely support. I didn't think you went far enough. I would have called the cops. Oh, my. So I'm not a, I'm not a cop caller. I am. Because my 9 millimeters is better than 911. No. Uh, <laughs> also, you got a 40 cal. <laughs> you don't even know how to use your gun. <laughs> how do you, you don't know that. I'll be out here like swinging that thing around, ha, ha, holstering yeah. it, okay, unholstering it. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but so, long story short, she was giving me a hard time because I was complaining that there was these kids that were walking across my, my yard and they were playing loud music at like, you know, almost midnight. And it's not about me. I don't really care that much, but I got kids sleeping inside. So it's, mm-hmm. it felt kind of inconsiderate. And she, and I don't know if this is normal or not, but she's like, how did you not know that this was going to happen? Did you not drive by that house in that neighborhood at nights and on the weekends? Why do you have that look on your face, man? Because Audrey remembers what happened. You told him. I did tell you because I drove by your house multiple times. Mahoney told you, Dave. And I'm like, there are many young men and women who are just... In the middle of your cul-de-sac, doing weird things. We had a whole conversation about it. Weird things, multiple times on air. No, and you guys were, and you and your wife were like, "Oh, well, we love this. This is our favorite thing about the cul-de-sac." We do love that there's kids and activity in our cul-de-sac because we have kids, and our house also has a lot of activity. You did not multiple times tell me about weird stuff happening in the cul-de-sac. You told me one time you saw some kids out there playing street hockey once, shirtless. Teenagers, shirtless teenagers playing street hockey. You said a lot of shirtless teenagers. Yeah, at least for enough for two hockey teams. Sure, shirtless teenagers playing That's ten people hockey in the middle of the day is a lot different than people. 
a big party with 50 plus people going on at midnight. I mean, Dave, I, I love you, but I don't think you, you don't do the kind of due diligence that I do because I'm looking. You are a stalker. Like I can't keep driving by that house at the, in the middle yeah, of the you can. night. Yeah, you can. I've driven like the area that I'm looking at buying. I've driven through that neighborhood at every hour of the night. I've driven through at uh, 5 p.m. I've driven through at 8 p.m. I've gone there at 11. I've gone there at 2 a.m. I've driven through at 5 a.m. on the way to the, really? sh- to the show. Really? Mahoney is an investigator, Dave. I'm with you. you I, have- would, I would have just dri- done what I... Dude. I would have gone to the house, checked it out like during the normal times of like whatever was available for the realtor. I would have yes. done exactly what you did. Mahoney d- takes it a little too you far. You move more than me. I mean, you have. You like. I don't sure. think you get the... Maybe your wife does, gets more attached to houses, but... But like my wife and I, like this next move for us is it. Is this we're gonna like, die? This is, this is like where I'm dying. <laughs> I'm never moving ever oh, again. It's your forever home. Well, that's I, I, I always say that. Oh, this is our forever home, and that's how my wife justifies dumping all the money into the dumb stuff she wants to do but, around the house. And then three years later, we're like, well, time to go. I know that. Like, I got to find out the neighbors. I got to get the scoop on the neighborhood, the street parking. What do you mean, so, Mahoney? You're pro hot tub Lori in this instance, where she, she's shaming Dave for not being like not doing his enough. research. Yeah. Yeah, no, you could have doing my research. I drove by the house multiple times, but I have a guilt because I know that they have cameras on the house. I'm like, they're going to see me, and I'm going to be a creep. Dude, they're they're, they're going to recognize my car, and also that I'm showing too many buying signs. I want to negotiate. Well, that's why you call me. You know, outside of radio, the only thing, the only discernible skills that I have are investigating. Like for real, yeah. Like in I, tech. He, he does love sleuthing. I, I, like, I would one hundred percent be a private detective if I could get you know license for it. I probably can't, but I would have done that for you. You could you you know just as a friend. I mean, I also would have accepted payment. You know to you know kind of start like like some seed money for my my my, my future private investigation uh, you agency. Me, you want me to to offer you the seed money to launch your private yeah, investigation I mean, I would firm. sit out there eating fast food, sitting by, you know, watching what's going down, documenting Man, the comings watching, and goings of the neighborhood. You've been watching too much Turner and Hooch. You ain't going to be sitting out there investigating for me. What else do I have going on? My wife doesn't live here. <laughs> I got true. no friends. It's true, actually. You got 18 kids. Audrey lives in the city. I'm not going to visit her. I'm just a small town girl, you know? So, you think that I, I screwed up. I do. By not doing my due diligence. Yes. You, you're in the same hot tub as Lori on this one? Absolutely. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen, all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>